I got the kids in here with us tonight, and uh, so I, I hope that the kids will enjoy this too. I'm, I'm calling this little short Christmas Eve message, Unopened Gifts. Unopened Gifts. I, I remember what it was like being a kid at Christmas time, looking at the gifts and, and waiting for that moment when you could finally open one. One year... I couldn't wait. My mom was a registered nurse, so she had regularly scheduled hours. And as I got to be 10 or 11 years old and started to figure out this Christmas thing, I realized that somewhere in the house, my Christmas gifts were hidden. So mom's at work. I know she doesn't get off till 3 o'clock. She doesn't get home till 3.30 every day, very regular. I know that my gifts are somewhere in the house. So I begin to search. And I make my way into my mom's bedroom closet, back through all the nurses' uniforms, back through all the clothes, into the depth of the closet. And I find a box. And the box is probably this wide and, and is, is probably as tall as I was at the time, probably this tall. And so I bring it out in, into the living room. I'm home all by myself. This huge box to Tommy from Mom. Maybe it said from Santa. I don't know. Uh, and I sat there and looked at it, and I couldn't stand it anymore. I began to pick away at, at the tape, and, and I un untaped. For any of the kids in the audience, disregard this part. <laughs> And I opened one side of the wrapping and slid the big box out. And, and, and I, I can only imagine how I lit up when I saw what it was. And you won't know what this is, but it was Pro Bowl live-action football. Now, this wasn't electric football, where you plug it in, the little guy's vibrator. This was Pro Bowl live-action football. And it was only, that, and the reason I know how old I was is because it was only, looking it up now on the internet, it was only manufactured two years, 1969 and 1970, so I'm 10 or 11 years old at that time. And I pull it out, and, and, and it was amazing. It had, this, it had this, this big sheet that was the football field, and it had to be like six feet long and, and four feet wide, and it was the football field. And then the, the, the players, there was two teams. One was, was blue. They were solid plastic, uh, four inches tall. One was red, one was blue, or yellow. I don't know why I keep saying blue. One was red, one was yellow. There's a quarterback. You put the football in his hand, and, and then his arm kind of snapped forward. He would throw it. There's a kicker. He did the same thing with the leg. The running backs, you, you wound up. They were on like this, this little thing. You wound up, and they would run. And, and, and so there was this big football field. So I'm, so I'm unwrapping, and, I, and I'm, I'm in the living room of my house days before Christmas, and I took that field, and I, and I spread it out in the living room. And I'm watching the clock. Because not only am I worried about Mom coming home, but I've got to get this packed up again. And I, and I got all the guys out, and I'm playing goal. There's goal posts for for both ends and the running back. It, was, it really was amazing. I had so much fun with Pro Bowl live action 
football. And then I would, it would get to be time where mom was coming home and I'd fold it all back up as best I could and put it back into the box and tape the ends and think, okay, now I'm good. And, until the next day. The next day, I can't stand it again. It's still not Christmas. <laughs> but I find myself back in the closet and then I'm back on the floor then spreading out the football field. Watching the clock. Unopened gifts. As kids, we couldn't wait to, to open presents. We got to open our, our presents on Christmas Eve as a kid, as I recall. That was great. But then, as good Catholics do, we would go to Midnight Mass. And I remember sitting in Midnight Mass, staring at the amazing ceilings in St. Francis Church and the stained glass windows. There's a lot to look at. Being anxious and impatient, waiting to get back home so I could play with the new batch of toys. Now, some of us are adults, and we're the ones giving the gifts to our children. And, and what does that look like? Well, first of all, we go to great expense, don't we? The average person spends $800 on Christmas gifts. That's some $600 billion all told. And we handpick each gift for each individual. We have a list at the store. We're checking it twice. And then we look forward to seeing them open the gift and, and discovering what's inside. Hopefully they haven't discovered it in the days leading up to Christmas. But there isn't much that is more rewarding for a parent than seeing your child enjoy the gift that you selected for them, enjoying the gift that you gave to them, the gift you specifically picked out for that person in the days and in the months that follow the season. But what if your child wasn't interested in opening the gift you bought? What if the gifts remained unopened under the tree? I wonder if we have unopened gifts from God. We've all been given gifts, but dare I say, we have not opened them all yet. Can you imagine a child on Christmas morning leaving some of the gifts unopened? It's unthinkable. I wonder if we have any unopened gifts from God. During yesterday's service here at Central Assembly, and I know not everybody here was there, I had people fill in a blank on the bottom of their connection card. And on the bottom of their connection card was a blank line and then a percentage sign. And what I had them fill in was what percentage of your potential do you think you've achieved? So as far as the kingdom of God goes, as far as the, the things of God, what percentage of your potential do you think you've attained? And I know it's a subjective question. It's a question most of us would rather not answer or even think about. The answer that we know we will arrive at, we will not be pleased with. And, and now we're supposed to write it on the bottom of the connection card for the pastor to see. Uh, I actually didn't expect a very stellar response. But you guys never cease to amaze me. 
And I was very impressed with, with uh, how many of you filled in an answer. And, and though a lot of people left it blank, 70 people in all wrote in a response. Some of the answers were interesting. We had two that said 100%. So what percentage of your potential have you reached for the kingdom? Two, 100%. 100%. They're there. They've arrived. I'm, I'm good with that. We had one that said zero. And my heart kind of, you know, broke for them. We had one that said one. And, and four, all told, were, were in single digits as far as reaching potential. Um, we had one that said 22.7. So I rounded up. And the average, so, so, so add all the numbers up and divide by 70, which is how you get an average. And the average, again, the question is, how much of, of your potential have you reached for the kingdom? The average was 41.44%. 41.44%. 41%. So that means we've left almost 60% of our potential on the table. We failed to tap into more than half of what God has called us to. We've neglected more than half of our abilities, half of our giftings, half of our talents. We're missing out on 60% of our ministry opportunities. 60% of our impact has gone unused. Maybe we could have 60% more converts, 60% more saved people living for Jesus. God has bestowed upon us many gifts. At Christmas, we celebrate the greatest gift of all, the gift of His Son, Jesus Christ, to the world. But on the day of Pentecost, He gave believers another gift, the gift of the fullness of the Spirit. And then He gives to every believer spiritual gifts, gifts like hospitality and leadership and wisdom and mercy and prophecy and exhortation and knowledge and teaching and on and on the list of spiritual gifts that he gives to every believer and then he gives to everyone natural gifts and talents and how about the amazing gift of relationship and love Many of us have received the gift of salvation. It, it certainly is the most important gift. It's the biggest box under the tree. But imagine a child at Christmas who opens just one package and leaves all of the others untouched and completely wrapped. How would you feel as the parent? Imagine a child who's only interested in one gift. Many in the realm of Christendom have only opened one gift from God. I'm afraid many of the gifts He's given to us lay dormant. They're, they're latent and inactive. They're the unopened gifts from God. If you've opened the one gift, the biggest box, the gift of salvation, I'm so, I'm so glad. I don't want to minimize that. I'm really thankful for that. But maybe... It's time for more. 
2 Timothy 1.6 says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that you stir up the gift of God which is in you. Maybe it's time we open all the other gifts that, that He's given to us. Like the gift of potential. What about everything else that's available to us and we have yet to access, we have yet to tap into? I don't want to, I don't want to leave any potential on the table. I envy those people with 100%. I want to be that guy that, that gives it all, gets it all out there and steps out in faith. I don't want to leave potential on the table. If we ask Him, the Holy Spirit, He will lead us into a better understanding of God's Word. I, I bet that's a gift many of us have yet to open. How about the assurance of God's care and keeping power? Many of us worry and fret, but God wants us to have the gift of assurance. Blessed assurance, the song says. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. You can have the gift of blessed assurance. Or how about the wonderful, ongoing process of transformation, the amazing gift of discipleship and becoming more like Christ. Those are among the amazing gifts available to us. But all too often, they're left unopened. This Christmas, let's ask God to reveal to us our calling and our gifting. As we head into 2019, let's determine to make it a year unlike any other. Let's purpose to discover. Let's purpose to rediscover where we fit into the plan and the purpose of God. How we can best serve His kingdom and be the greatest blessing to the world that He came to save. This Christmas... Let's not leave any of God's gifts unopened. Let's make sure all the gifts of God are accessed and in use. This is what brings joy to the heart of the Father. This is what pleases the heart of the ultimate gift giver. I'm sure my mom would be pleased knowing all of the hours of pleasure and enjoyment that I got out of Pro Bowl live-action football although much of it came before Christmas. <laughs> she picked it out for me. She knew me, and she knew what I would like. God knows you. And He's picked out specific gifts for you, and His heart breaks when they're neglected. 1 Timothy 4.14 says, Neglect not the gift that is in you, which was given you. The story is told of someone who died and went to heaven. After the initial excitement and the beauty and experiencing the beauty of his new surroundings, it was time for the tour of heaven. An angel led the way and narrated the trip. And there were streets of gold and trees of life and a sea of glass and, and giant gates made of pearl. It was an amazing place with unparalleled beauty. And finally, toward the end of the tour, they came to a giant warehouse at the end of a long path. The new resident of heaven was curious, and he asked the angel 
about the contents of this massive storehouse. So the angel opened an overhead door, revealing tons of boxes, a myriad of presents and gifts and favors. An entire warehouse bursting at the seams with gifts, all unopened. The man was amazed. What are these, he asked. And the angel looked with a sober expression and said, These are all the gifts that you left unopened during your life. This is everything that you had available to you on earth, but you never used. Remember how you worried, the angel said? One of your unopened gifts was peace. Remember how you lacked faith? One unopened gift was the gift of the Word of God. You left it unopened on your bedside stand for years. It would have produced faith in you had you opened it. Remember how you were afraid to share your faith. One of the unopened gifts was the fullness of the Spirit. It would have provided you with boldness and the power to witness just like the apostles did 2,000 years ago. Remember how you suffered with pain. If you'd only opened the gift of health and healing, it was under the tree the whole time. Remember how you were lonely for all those years. Jesus was always there offering the amazing gift of companionship. Too bad you never unwrapped it. Remember how you would always say that your life lacked meaning and you had no real reason to get up in the morning. It could have been different. If you would have opened the gift that contained your calling, it would have given you a mission in life and added meaning to every single day. You opened the biggest box, the angel said, but you left lots of gifts unopened. And so I say to you tonight, Christmas Eve 2018, what gifts have you left unopened. Salvation? Hopefully you've opened the biggest box. But maybe not. That's the most important gift of all. But then there's the fullness of the Spirit. Then there's all the talents that God wired into you. Then there's your calling. What's your calling? All the opportunities that are in your life. The Word. The Word of God. Fellowship. Joy. Peace. It's Christmas Eve. But maybe it needs to be our resolution for the year ahead. What if in the year 2019 we decided we would open every gift that God has given to us? Let's not leave any of the gifts from God unopened. And it all starts with the gift of salvation, the biggest gift under the tree. Romans 6.23 says, The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the gifts that you've given us. Lord, we, we confess, I confess, Lord, that we've opened but a tiny percentage of them. We've left gifts unopened. Maybe because of fear, Maybe because of uncertainty. Maybe because of sin in our life that keeps us from opening all the gifts that you have for us. Lord, we want 2019 to be different. Most of all, for perhaps the one that's here 
who has yet to open the biggest box, the gift of salvation. I pray that tonight would be their night. Christmas 2018 would be the time that they give their life to you. They say, Lord, I want to I surrender it all to you. You've offered me the gift of salvation. The gift of God is eternal life. Today we receive that from you. We turn from our sin. We stop living life for ourselves and we begin to live for you. Lord, I pray that we would receive the most important gift of all, the gift of salvation. And then, Lord, all those other unopened gifts, that warehouse of presence that are still unopened, Lord, I pray that we would make a decision this year to live for you in all of the fullness that you've given us, that we might experience you in ways we never dreamed of, that we might reach our potential for you and for the kingdom, that we might be soul winners, that we might be teachers, that we might be givers, that we might be all that you've called us to. I pray, Lord, that we would open the gifts that as of now are unopened. And we pray that tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to sing a couple songs that you probably know really well. We're going to sing All Holy Night and Joy to the World together. And uh, it's you. we want to sing together.